0: And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash Wire. That's harrys.com slash Wire for a $3 trial set. The Links and Locks Podcast. Podcast.
1: Better than most. Better than most.
0: Better than... Winner, winner, ticket down. Four.
1: You got real talent. Don't concentrate on golf. What's up, everybody? And welcome once again to this edition of the Links and Locks Best Bets podcast presented by Bet365. I'm Jason Sobel from the Action Network. He's Ben Everill from the PGA Tour. As a reminder, The Links and Locks podcast proudly presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sportsbook brand. Sign up with promo code ACTION, A-C-T-I-O-N, to get Bet365's exclusive sign-up offer in New Jersey and Colorado. Bet $1 on any game, get $200 for free. Benny, what's going on? How you been?
2: Hey, mate. Yeah, been good. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving to all those around the U.S. and and happy anything else that you may have been doing since (laughs) we've last talked. Uh, you know, across the world, if you're listening in to us for your for your betting information on the golf, um, maybe it was a good little break for me over here in the US, and excited that um, we're getting to have the Hero World Challenge. A little bit of disappointment, we lost the the tournament host Tiger Woods yeah, this morning yeah. with plantar fasciitis, but I'd rather him uh, obviously do his best to to get ready um, and be healthy and for anything that comes in the future. We know he's tipped to play in the match, obviously against. Jordan and JT with Rory and hopefully he's able to do that and also play with his son Charlie in the in the PNC Championship that's always a lot of fun as well so let's hope he can get back on track quick
1: yeah i know uh, the selfish perspective for all of us golf fans is hey we want tiger to play but sometimes you got to sacrifice a little something and if it means that tiger remains healthier now and stays healthier later uh because he hasn't pushed himself too hard maybe that will be a good thing so in any case uh, he is replaced in the field by Sepp Straka. We have 20 players in the Hero World Challenge field at Albany in the Bahamas this week. And for regular listeners to the podcast, you know that we go through our favorite bets every single week. And we uh, we give, us, give our favorite outrights, top fives, top tens, top twenties, top forties, matchups. Well, there aren't that many bets this week with only 20 <laughs> players in the field. So what we're going to do is something a little different. Hey, it's the quote unquote silly season. We'll get a little silly with it. Ben, you and I are going to do a draft going back and forth, where essentially we're going to pick a player based on his outright number. So it's like, okay, well, here we're going to sell sell a ticket for, let's say, John Rom, who's five to one at Bet three six five this week. Are you taking John Rom at five to one, or do you want Ham Kim at twenty to one? So it's not just picking the player and who you think is going to win; it's picking them at their odds this week. So let's get right into it, uh, Benny. I'm nice. It's the giving season. I'll let you have the first pick.
2: Oh, you're going to give me the first pick? Okay. Well, I'm going to leave that favorite on the board for you if you want. And just because of that number at plus 500 you mentioned, I'm going to steal someone that's in great form and has a pretty good record at the Bahamas at Albany in there. And I'm going to take Tony Finau at 1,000, plus 1,000, 10 to 1. Uh, Tony Finau will be my number one draft pick this week because of those odds compared to the favorite there, in Ram, uh obviously in good form, recent winner. I think he's going to have a massive season. We touched on this, you and I speaking in the pod a few weeks ago. Uh, look, he's riding the riding the hot wave, right? And I think I said in, uh, in the expert picks that will come out tomorrow on pjtour.com that in the past, I have not picked Tony just about every time. Mm-hmm. And I realized recently that it's, it was just an emotional thing. I just had bought into the hype. Maybe he couldn't close, maybe he couldn't do this. And it was stopping me from, really looking at what he's been able to do uh now we'll find out am i an anchor or not can he win with me on his back that'll be interesting but um look he's he's proven himself of late and i think we're going to see something big for tony in the the next 12 months
1: well there goes one pick stolen because he would have been my first pick (laughs) i i will trade you a third rounder and a fifth rounder for the number one overall pick if you'd like to uh trade tickets now okay we can have
2: Tony right. I'll tell you, well, how about you get two in a row? You want two in a row now? We'll snake No, drop no, instead. no,
1: no, we'll go like, let you have the first and the third. We'll, we'll keep it like that. <laughs> I will just say
2: that I
1: love Finau is my favorite player on the board. He's obviously in good form. It is going to be a massive season for Tony Finau. I don't know if that means four or five wins. I don't know if that means his first major title, maybe both, but this is going to be a monster season, Eight. I don't want to say breakthrough season because Tony Finau has been a star for a long time now, but now that he's figured out, not only he's had the the tools for a long time, but he's figured out how to play down the stretch with a lead. He's confident. He just looks like a different player. It's the the Thursday morning. Finau is the Finau we now see on Sunday afternoons as well. And he is so much more comfortable and confident in himself. I love it this week. A little stat for you, Benny, since this tournament moved to Albany back in 2015, they played six previous editions. Nobody with longer odds pre-tournament than 12-1 to 1 has won this one. So we uh, haven't seen a pre-tournament favorite win, but it's almost always been uh, someone at the top of the board other than Henrik Stenson back in 2019. Uh, I was going to say Stenson, yes. <laughs> yeah, five of the six. Sorry, I, I misspoke there a little bit. But uh, five of the six and four still, of those still a trend. have been inside the top four on the odds board. Uh, coming in. So Tony now fits the profile perfectly with my first pick. I will go with another guy that fits this profile pretty well this week. We talk about motivation this time of year. Look, half the guys in the field are going to go to the Bahamas and I'm not saying they're going on vacation, (laughs) but I'm not, not saying they're going on vacation. You and I have been down there before. Uh, There's some times where you're walking around the casino late at night and might meander past the high limit tables and, see a couple of players late at night, maybe even with a tournament round the next day. And just kind of think, you know what? I don't know that this is necessarily a full business trip for this guy. I think he's just kind of, you know, he's playing golf. He's not trying to make bogeys, but he's not exactly fully engaged in the task (laughs) at hand. That said, I want a guy who's motivated. Justin Thomas to me is a guy who doesn't take vacation trips. Justin Thomas is fully motivated. He only goes on business trips He's 12 to one this week at bet three, six, five. I like JT as a play and for JT to knowing that Tiger's not in the field, but he'll still be there as tournament host for his buddy, Tiger to have to hand him a trophy at the end of the week. That's enough of a carrot that's dangling in front of his face that he's going to go out and play well.
2: Yeah. I would, you know, echo that. Like he would love nothing more than to be the winner with Tiger there to hand him a trophy. Um, Clearly those two have a great relationship. As I think you mentioned he's been fifth what the last two years there. He showed signs that he can play well there. Um, oh yeah, I think Thomas is going to be business. So I would have had, I had him high on my list and potentially as my next pick. So you've taken that from me. So I'm just going to be boring. And number three, I'll take the I'll take the favorite before you get him. So I'll take Ram just because he's won two of the last three starts. I think he's played uh, in the DP World Tour, etc. Um, he's also a previous champion. Uh, 2018, the 2018-19 season and runner-up the year after that in his last two visits to Albany. So as bad as the number is at plus 500, I'll take it in case he just comes and dominates with my number three
0: pick.
1: Yeah, I like that. Um, Obviously he's the favorite for a reason coming off that DP World Tour Mm -hmm. Championship just a few weeks ago, so that makes a whole lot of sense. I'm going to stick with the profile, and granted, it's a trend Uh, I get it. Trends can be broken, and especially when it's a betting trend. This isn't necessarily like, hey, it's only a player who's one of the favorites, but not the favorite. That doesn't necessarily mean anything moving forward, but that's the way it's worked more often than not at this event. And so I'll go to Xander Shoffley at 11 to one, who I think, uh, look, he's one of the most talented players in the world. We know he can win on any given week. Again, comes down to motivation. Xander, another guy that I, I just, feel like he doesn't show up without trying to go play his best golf this week. So I like Xander.
2: Yeah. I've mentioned many times. He's one of my favorite American players just because of his bulldog spirit and tenacity. And yeah, he, again, another guy that won't be there to mail it in he'll be there looking to win. Um, Okay. Now we're looking at some value. All right. Hmm. You know what? Bet three, six, five does their bet boost. I'm going to play that right here. Instead Ooh. of the sixteen to one that you can usually that you can get off the normal board, you can bet boost for twenty to one. Holland Morikawa hasn't had a great year, but twenty to one for the guy who led by five during the final round a year ago in this event, uh, before crashing to a seventy-six <laughs> in that final round to a T five. I will take the twenty to one odds that he can fresh off his recent marriage um, can come there and uh, enjoy himself. And have a good time there. So I'm going to go take that bet boost 20 to one and use my fifth, use the fifth pick on Colin Moricao for a bit of value.
1: That feels like cheating. I don't know if I like
2: that. I I didn't know we were doing
1: bet boost uh, in in the podcast. All right. I guess get more 20 to one.
2: What a promotion You could have got, you you know, you could have got Rahm to lead wire to wire, 1600, but no thanks. (laughs) Uh, There's your bet. All right, boost. Well, oh no, he looked fino. I could, I can get fino at twelve to one. I didn't even notice that he's also on the bet boost. So I'm taking okay. him at twelve to one in that first pick. Well,
1: all right, I, uh, yeah, okay. You, you got fino. You pick fino first at ten to one. I'll take him at twelve to one. How's that sound? Yeah. Uh, all right. For so my next pick, oh, let me get some value. Let me go down the list. We've taken a bunch of guys who are more near the top. We get a guy at twenty eight to one who all he does is win when he gets into contention. Max Homa new father. He's got the little baby bump. Hey, hashtag perspective for a guy that knows all about the old uh, golf Twitter angle of getting that perspective. Uh, Max Homa, like I said, uh, he doesn't contend without winning. If he gets into the hunt, this is a guy who's been sort of the anti now. Until we saw now start reeling off victories, uh, now would come close and never quite get into that winner's circle. Max Homa is a guy that comes close and does the deed. He pulls it off. So he has had a trophy handed to him from Tiger Woods in the past at the Genesis Invitational. So let's see another one perhaps this week.
2: Yeah, like I was going to say, the, the big thing there is he loves playing well in front of Tiger. He's, you know, I idolized Tiger his whole life. So also was sitting here hoping I was hoping you were going to miss him and I was going to get him down the line in this draft. But so be it. All right, well, I'm going to take the, the next guy that I like that's a bit of a sneaky compared to what other people have got him. Uh, I think it's about 20 to one. Uh, another guy who hasn't not played this event before, but is a ball striking machine showed some form in the fall. I'm taking Tom Kim. Mm. Tom Kim at 20 to one uh, also loves Tiger also gets to finally meet Tiger, which has been on his bucket list. Um, I think Tom Kim will be definitely revved up to prove himself. Uh and you know, and Tom Kim can't necessarily go out late at night and get all the high <laughs> on. His parents will be there, I think. Good so. point. Um, yeah, so I think Tom Kim twenty to one looks good to me with the seventh pick. It's a nice play. All
1: right, I'm going pure value here. Uh, Eighteen to one is a bigger number than Sam Burns usually is at some full field events, and so I, I just feel like that's a really good number on a guy who we all know what kind of talent he has. I've said it so many times on this podcast and other places, but I don't think there's that much of a difference between Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns. And I get it. I'm not saying that Scotty Scheffler had the same type of year. He won the Masters. He won four events. He deserves every accolade that's come his way. You give me each of those players over the next five or 10 years, good friends, the two of them. Uh, I'm not so sure that from here on out, Sam Burns doesn't have the better career. I think it's very, very close I'll take Burns at 18.
2: Yeah, it's 30 a year ago. under had a 65 in the second round. Um, it was in better form coming into this last year. Had a bit of bit of a shocker there in Houston. But um, if he's got things dialed in, he could absolutely win this thing straight up. So uh, sitting there on my radar as well. But now I've got to go to the ninth pick. Hmm. Ooh, is one I want to take. But I'm going to take the better value here. Okay, I'm going to go with another former champion of this event. Um, but last time we played, it was dead last in the field. Uh, Jordan Spieth. I'm mm-hmm. going to take the 20-1 to 1 for Jordan Spieth. Uh, yes, he was 20th last time and 16th the time before that. Different player now. That was when he was in that massive bunk, struggling and getting exemptions just to be there. Um, he's proven he can win in, in Albany. I remember he, he did it that the year he did. I'm pretty sure he went from in the Australian Open, which he just won flew straight to the Bahamas and won that too or something along those lines. Um yeah, look, guy who knows the cause, guy who'll enjoy the time too. I'll take the value there, 20 to 1, Jordan Speed, ninth pick. Fun
1: story for you. You mentioned he's a past winner of this event. This was back when it was at Isleworth for one year, I think 2013 or 14. And so his caddy, Michael Greller, stayed at my house for the week, and we were <laughs> hanging out all week. And on Saturday night, uh, we just kind of – out in the driveway, had a couple of couple of beverages with some of the neighbors. They came over, just kind of, you know, nice, uh, relaxed hangout. And um and, and Grellers talking to some of the uh some of the, the neighborhood folks and a couple of my buddies' wives are asking, Oh, so what are you in town for? On business? Yeah, I'm, I'm here, I'm working. Uh, what do you do? I'm a I'm a caddy on the PGA tour. Oh, who do you caddy for? Jordan Speeth. Oh, how's he doing? And I believe on Saturday evening he was up. I could be wrong about this, but it was a big margin. I think it was like nine shots. He goes, "Oh, we're doing pretty well." Uh, he's leading by nine right now, and the neighborhood <laughs> wives who don't really know much about golf, they go, "It's nice. Good luck tomorrow." So you know, hope you win. And uh, <laughs> it was one of those like, I kind of think he's gonna win. I I don't think he needs the luck. So uh, yeah, good story there. But yes, they did indeed uh, wind up winning the next day. So I like the speed play. Uh, I will go back to a former champion as well, a guy who won at Albany. A few years ago, Victor Hovland just seems like this is a Hovland type of venue, plays well in these coastal events. I had him on the radio show on Sirius XM uh, a few weeks ago, and I asked him, what is it about a guy from Norway who plays his best golf in like these warm weather uh, coastal events? He's like, I, I don't know. I have no idea. He's like, I I like it. You know, who doesn't like being near the beach and being in warm weather, but He doesn't have a rationale for it. He doesn't have a reason why he plays well in these, but I don't either, but I like him this week. So how about that? Big greens, resort course. He doesn't have to chip too much from around the greens. That helps.
0: Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better.
2: Pretty big stuff from Hobland, and just then, when I was trying to figure out my next pick, Jordan, it was between Jordan and Hobbs. So um, you got the guy would have gone to next. Um, All right, let me give you pick number eleven. I'm going to again look for some value down this board. Let's go another twenty to one. Recent winner T3 in his only appearance at this before. Tommy Fleetwood, take Tommy Fleetwood. If the wind gets up, he knows how to play in the wind. Um, yeah, with the value of the two thousand, I'll take Tommy Fleetwood with, with pick eleven. Uh T three, I think it was in uh twenty seventeen in that seventeen, eighteen season. So the end of seventeen. Um, and as I said, what won in South Africa just a few weeks ago. So I think that means that he's, you know, got some form. He also what was T four at Congaree recently, I think, for the PGA tour event yep. there. So well he's been showing now. showing some form. So I'm gonna go with a hot hand in that in that way, to so to speak, number Uh, what is he now, about 23 in the world. And everyone's inside the top 33 in the world, obviously, in these 20 players. So some good, 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 good stars.
1: Yeah, that's the thing about this, where what, uh, this is the 12th pick in, and I'm still looking at players like, oh, we've got a bunch of really good players left, and I can see them winning. Mm -hmm. You bet the field this week, bet everybody. Uh, I'm going to leave some of those shorter numbers on the board right now. We're recording this on Monday evening, Ben. I'm not sure if Sep Straka is on a plane yet. (laughs) I'm not sure if Sep Straka has ever been to the Bahamas. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if Sep Straka knows anything about the golf course, but I, I, Sep Straka just got the golden ticket. It's like, he's got a phone <laughs> call saying like, Hey man, what you doing? You want to come down to the Bahamas this week and play some golf free paycheck world ranking points. What do you think? It's like, yeah, yeah, sure, man. Um, I, hey, you never know. I mean, something like this could just kind of spark him into going out and playing some good golf. We've seen when he's on, the ceiling is high. The floor can be pretty low. I understand yeah. that hey, the he could finish in 20th very easily this week. And the floor could be low. But if we're just buying tickets here for outrights, why not set Straka at 80 to 1?
2: Yeah. Well, you've taken the one that you've taken the long odds, right? You've given yourself that chance. You've given yourself a long shot. They can all win. We know that. They can right. all win if they if they do their best. So um that's a good strategy at this point in the in the draft. And you've got me second guessing my next pick because of it. But I don't want to leave him on the board any longer. Ball strikers tend to do well here. I'm going to take Sanjay M. Only yeah. 14 to one, but I'm going to take Sanjay. Never played here before, so no value to talk about there. But just the fact that Hovland won, Morikawa was playing so well, that's the same type of player. Um, you know, it's Like it's not necessarily a bomb and gouge place. Um, it's just get it in play and make enough putts to do well. Um, so I don't want to leave Sanjay Im on the board any longer than 13.
1: Same page. If I knew you were going to take him there, I would have gone him instead of Sepp with the last pick. I was going to leave <laughs> him on the board for one more, and you stole him from me. So uh, that's good work by you. Okay. Uh, this is like an Aaron Rodgers type of drop down the draft where, um, you know, he's he, – we, we've left him alone sitting in the green room for too long. Scotty Scheffler, <laughs> the former number yes. one player in the world – the reigning Masters Champion who found some form recently. He's sitting there. Uh, the reason we haven't taken him yet, and I assume I'm speaking for you as well, Benny, isn't because we don't like Scotty Scheffler. It's just because we don't like that number sitting next to his name at eight to yeah. one. Uh, give yeah. me Scotty at 10 to one, 11 to one, 12 to one. It sounds a whole lot better than eight to one. That said, it is what it is, and I'll take Scotty.
2: Yeah, it was, he, he probably said it there a bit too long, but you're 100% right. It was just the number. Um, yeah. Had that number been 12, he, I'm in. I mean, right away. And I'm hoping theoretically that he's, you know, because someone usually goes low, right? So someone throws out a 64 in the first round and he puts up a 69, that number might be 1600, you know? And then all of a sudden you're starting to think, okay, yep, because it's, you know, anyone's game when the wind gets up and some, you know, you only got to put one low one to catch up on everyone else. So, and
1: you make um, a great point there, Benny. This is a really good event to maybe just wait and see. There's some short numbers yeah. on the board right now. Mm-hmm. We remember what happened with Colin Morikawa last year. He coughed up that big lead going into Sunday, uh, and, yep. and Hovland wound up winning. Just wait and see what happens, and maybe you can get a bigger number on some of these guys after a first-round 70 that really isn't all that bad anyway on this golf
0: course.
2: Yeah, like, you know, you can never see a guy that has a bit of an off-day putting, but his ball striking's on. And he finds himself six back. Well, maybe day two he's going to make those putts. So yep. um, start to keep an eye on those things. It's certainly a fun one to bet live and, and and ride the wave. No doubt about it. All right. Well, you've taken Chef off the board. So now where do I get my value with what's left? Let's see. Fifteenth pick. I am going to go. All right, Stan. So here's my value pick in inverted commas. I'm going to take Corey Connors, another ball striker, thirty three to one. I'll take him in the fifteenth slot of twenty. Corey connors uh, one of the long shots again basically because he's a ball striker and that's been the trend of late
1: yep uh same number same discussion another ball striker at the at 33 to one a guy who also doesn't do vacation trips this is a guy who only does business trips <laughs> billy horschel is there to show off yep. what billy horschel can do i mean th- this is it- it's really sort of set up well for billy horschel it's probably more of a I believe there's DFS on DraftKings this week. He's probably a better DFS play. You probably get him. Mm -hmm. I haven't honestly looked at DraftKings yet, but he's probably a pretty good value on there for DFS this week um, in a field where you've got to do something a little bit different. Uh, Billy Horschel towards the bottom of the board is a guy who's going, oh man, I'm looking around the range and I'm seeing all these great players and I can go beat them this week. Yeah, let's go. I mean, you know, Billy's like one of those guys who's like super pumped to be there and be in this field and try to
2: beat these guys. Okay, see, I've got these handful of guys left. I'm trying to work out the numbers. Mm. Uh, I think the value is right smack in the middle of these four. So I'm going to take the third highest one on the board that's what's left and think about hoping the wind gets up and ugly. Shane Lowry for me, 22 to one in, the, in that 17 slot. I'll take Lowry at 22 to one just because there's forecast wind. And if anyone can handle wind, it's the Irishman.
1: I thought if it's anyone can handle wind, it might be an Englishman. So uh, I'll take the (laughs) U S open champion, uh, Matt Fitzpatrick sitting there at 14 to one. And you know, it's funny. I, I still, even now I'm thinking, you know what? Yeah. It's a ball strikers golf course, but especially if the wind's blowing in on some of the longer holes, you got to bang it out there. And I'm thinking, well, Fitzpatrick, he's a shorter hit. What I, I still, I, I've got to get that out of my mind. He is yep. not a He's short a hitter by any means. He, he bombs the ball. Now I think you look at him and he looks like a little kid. So you're like, ah, he doesn't hit it anywhere. <laughs> uh, Matt Fitzpatrick absolutely yep. mashes the ball these days. And so I'll throw him in there at 14 to one. We've got two plays left. Ah. Uh, look, I, I, I hate to do Like what are these guys going to win this thing, you know, and, and one of yeah. us is going to wind up the winner of this podcast because we waited until the 19th and 20 picks. So Go ahead. You've got Cam Young or you've got Kevin Kisner. Who are you going with?
2: Oh, this is tough, and I'll tell you why. Because one's 16 to one. And that's Cam Young, one's 75 to one. Um, and I like preferably I like Cam Young as a player and what he can do, and I think he's gonna do. But because you've got all the high odds on the board, I've got to cover myself here. So I am going to leave you the young gun, the rookie of the year, and take the 75 to one Kisner. Just because you've got the 80-to-1 man and I need to cover that um, back bet because, as I said, anyone can do it. And Kisner's got a chip on his shoulder always. You know, he's played this event twice. He was inside the top 10 one time. Um, You know, if he gets it going and feels like he's the forgotten man, maybe he can get that chip to ride all the way to something special. But, yeah, I'm going to leave you with the youngster who's not played this course before in Cam Young and I'll take Kisner.
1: Well, folks, we were trying to do this as a draft and go back and forth and pick our favorite players. It may very well wind up being a process of elimination where we knock down 19 <laughs> names and we'll have Cameron Young, the reigning rookie of the year, as the last guy in the, on the board. And again, this mm-hmm. probably has very much like Scotty Scheffler uh, remaining on the board too long, probably more to do with the number, a guy who is yet to win mm-hmm. at the highest level uh, than anything else. He's 16 to 1 this week. You look at A guy like Colin Morikawa at the same number. You look at Sam Burns at a bigger number than Cameron Young. Quite frankly, I think this number is too short, but Cameron Young is going to win something at some point pretty soon. (laughs) Why not (laughs) something like this? So Why not beating up on 19 other players? And if it happens, uh, boy, we're going to look really silly, Ben, for going through 19 other picks before we got to them.
2: Well, you know what? Here's the thing, though, and it's true. This is an event, mate, that's, you know, given guys, uh, you know, some real impetus into the new year when they've done well, like at this, at this time of year. So especially young guys, I remember young Jordan Smith, as you mentioned earlier, he he was a winner in Australia and came and won this. And then that was prior to that 2015 where he won the FedEx cup, won everything was, you know, winner in the first two majors, almost won the third, Um, you know, that was a huge year. And it was, he, he took it back to that time, going to Australia, winning, winning in the, winning at the hero um, to sort of, pinpoint where he could go from there. He was struggling a little bit to close before that. So Cameron Young fits that bill, doesn't he? he? This could be something he gets done. And we could see Finau, same thing. He's been winning of late the last year. He could sort of keep rolling, win this, and springboard into that big year we spoke about. Um, someone like Fleetwood, I mean, he could win this thing and then all of a sudden pop up and just have a massive 2023. So... Um, it's, you know, Tom Kim's another I could see winning this and then just going gangbusters again through the whole of next year. So it's not like it's the hardest event that they'll play, but it's certainly um, something that they can garner some sort of momentum off into the new year. So the guys who turn up and actually have a go have got plenty to play for and plenty to, to, to ride into that new um, calendar year.
1: Really funny, Ben. You and I break down 144, 156-man fields on a regular basis. This one, with only 20 guys in the field, should seem a whole lot easier because, hey, there's not that many names to go through. And yet, it almost seems more difficult because, quite frankly, I can see anybody on this list winning this golf tournament this week makes it really tough. So, hopefully we've helped you guys out in settling some of your bets, especially some of your... Outrights as a reminder guys the links and locks podcast proudly presented by bet 365 the world's favorite sports book brand sign up with promo code action a-c-t-i-o-n to get bet 365's exclusive sign-up offer in new jersey and colorado bet one dollar on any game get 200 for free thanks to everybody out there for listening to this edition of the links and locks best bets podcast presented by bet 365 for ben everill I'm Jason Sobel. A reminder, you can find us everywhere you find your favorite podcast. We'll start up next year in January in Maui. Uh, maybe we won't be in Maui, but we'll be thinking of the the pineapples and the the, the humpback whales there. And, the know, Mai uh, Well, yeah, I was getting there. I was getting there. So uh, we're going to have a few weeks off for the podcast, but wishing everybody out there a happy holiday season. Uh, remember, you can download, subscribe, rate, and please listen uh every week during the uh meat of the golf season for ben Everall, i'm jason sobel good luck with all of your bets for this week's hero world challenge here's hoping you the green